He will burn the world to find you. On February 17th, if you want to stop what's coming, better hurry, Ant-Man. I don't care who this guy is. This is my fight. I'm coming for you. You think you can beat me? I am Kane! Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Ready PG-13, February 17th. Get tickets now. Bonus episode. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap! Good and toss it, good and taste Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carry over, counterculture push over Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Hey, welcome to a bonus episode of Pop Culture Leftovers. I'm Brian. I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the leftovers. leftovers. And yeah, this it's a bonus episode. I, I mean, what we're going to be doing is talking about Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. Uh, I'm joined with uh, Connor from Cinefied.com. Welcome, Connor. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we got a chance to see uh, Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. And this is just reactions. We're not going to really get into spoilers or anything like that. The movie comes out in just a few days. But I wanted to kind of give our reaction to it ahead of time. And then if Joe has any questions for us, be happy to answer those for him as best we can without spoilers. But I guess first we can kind of like go over... Our rating of the movie, Connor, um, I don't have yeah. bumpers pulled up, but it's uh, Toss It, Taste It, Tupperware. Connor, where are you at for Ant-Man of the Lost Quantumania? So uh, I'll kind of dive into why I'm at where I'm at, but pretty much after some thinking about it, I'm stuck at, with your rating system, I would be at probably just a Taste It. Um possibly a low taste it the more i think about it i uh i was not overly invested whatsoever in the first half of the film uh and then luckily the second half really came and if if it wasn't for two factors with this movie if it wasn't for jonathan majors just killing it and the third act just being phenomenal uh i would have probably tossed the film so that's just a little thing about it yeah, sorry, I, my cat is, I've been gone for a week here, bouncing back and forth between my house and my taking care of my sister's dog, and so my cats really miss me right now. Anyway, um, yeah, I respect, so, I mean, if you have to give me just like, this is my rating, what is Solid it? Solid rating? Yeah. Uh, I would, I would just give it a, to- uh, not, sorry, I would give it a taste it, not a toss it, a taste it, um. Uh, that's what I would give it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, just based on Jonathan majors and that third act, it raises it up from a toss it to a decent solid taste it. Yeah. I wish I could give it the taste it to be quite honest with you too much hype behind this movie. And I don't think it delivered. I'm giving it a low taste it. I, I, you know, Jonathan majors aside, I thought he was fantastic. And I thought the third, I agree with you. The third act was fantastic, but I'm telling you, these movies are becoming formulaic and, and um, this movie was safe. It's just a safe crowd pleaser. I there is, 
I, but you go back and you watch like with the Russo brothers. If I'm comparing this to Civil War and some of the Russo brothers movies and the earlier Marvel stuff, like this just doesn't compare. And it's I, I, I feel like with these new movies, it's always just a tease for the next event. Yes. Like I remember getting teased about like, you know, what we're going to supposed to be getting in, in quantum mania. Like, oh, my God, I can't wait for quantum mania. The quantum realm, Kang. And like it delivers on a few things. Like there is like there's a moment in the you know, Kang gives some awesome speeches. Jonathan Majors is great. There's a real there's a really awesome Kang moment where he's fighting and stuff like that. It's fucking awesome. It's glorious. But then on the flip side, the first act is just so kind of like it's just cookie cutter Marvel shit. That I've seen before. And I guarantee I'm going to be in the minority here. Like most people are going to watch this. It's going to be a big crowd pleaser. Everybody's going to be happy to be in the theater to see a Marvel movie, a new Marvel movie. People are going to be laughing at certain things. I was just, I just think that the kind of like, um, it kind of wore off. Like I, I feel like this movie is just p- pushing the next big event as opposed to like this being a big event thing in itself where, I felt like previous movies were pushing this movie forward and it, this movie just didn't live up to the hype that I thought we were going to get in Quantum Mania. I felt like this should have been like Ant-Man's version of like not Civil War with all the team up, but a, just a big event within a solo movie. And I don't think it delivered. Uh, and I think as far as starting off phase five, it's not it's not a not a home run. And so I'm going to give it a low taste it right now. I'll watch it again. But man, I don't think it's been a long time since I've left a Marvel movie. And I felt like it was just like I took it in and then just kind of like purged it. Like it's like, OK, I just saw I just it felt like the fast food of Marvel movies to me. I don't understand why this movie just did not grab me the way well, it's that the, uh, it's because the writing solely the writing it's a uh, in a way that for the latest four was uh overindulgent and trying to like be overly smart with taika watiti's like uh, thinking he's overly smart with everything he puts and this writer just seemed to he has a late night background in his writing career and it just seemed like he uh, had that history behind him and he's just like i can do jokes from late night in a marvel film and play it safe and the first act i mean if i'm honest that first act we had some technical difficulties if we're being totally honest but that first act was just awful to me i like it's like if if I had to go see this in a the theater again, which I won't see it in the theater again, just because that first act, I feel like just none of the humor works. I don't think any of the character development in that first act works aside from just the little moments between some of the quantum realm people. And, and uh, there's a little moment, I believe Kang is introduced at the end of the first act, or maybe he's introduced at the beginning of the second act. Well, the, there's the, there's the, there's the, at the very the beginning. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it's I, very brief. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just that first act is so difficult to get through. And it's like back when we did the four love and thunder review, I gave that, I believe it taste it hot. That's why I've been in my head. And just, I've watched that a few times since then. And it's gone down to a low taste it. 
and I don't think I'm ever watching it again. I believe that this one, if I see it again, it's possible it could go up, but I believe just that first half, I don't think it's redeemable in any way. And I think it's going to go down. The only, okay, you're go, you're getting a little robotic, but I could still make out what you're saying. Um, the only way this goes up for me, it, here's the thing. The only way this goes up for me is is the performance of Jonathan Majors in this. And I'm not going to let this movie slide just on that. I'm not going to do it. There was just too much hype behind this movie. Quantum mania. And I felt like we didn't get the quantum mania. We didn't get the mania in quantum mania. Like we're in the quantum realm. I didn't fall in love with any of the new characters, to be quite honest with you. Like I remember watching Thor Ragnarok and and seeing, you know, Korg and Meek and being like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see these characters again. Then by the time I get to see them again, I'm like, I don't really care if I ever see them again. But upon initial watch, I love in this one. I mean, we've got this new character of what's it? Quaz. And who was the girl? Gentora. Yeah, Gentora. And like, at, super forgettable, in my opinion. Um, I, I, I really, I think most people are going to disagree with me on this one. They're going to go in, they're going to be like, oh my God, I had fun. I liked it. High taste it, Tupperware, whatever. I just, I was just kind of, I, and I loved the third act, but it's not enough to forgive like the first two acts, which I think are pretty forgettable. I really think it's pretty forgettable. I think a lot of it's cookie cutter and we see a lot of it in the trailer. Um, I just was other than Jonathan majors and like, even, you know, I think the only swings they really took on this one, in my opinion, were in the post credit scenes and one of them is just an ad for a Disney plus show. Anyway, um, Joe, did you have any questions for us? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kind of taking in everything you guys are saying, and I've been following reviews on this all day, and I'm I gotta say I'm not surprised that that this is you guys' reaction to it because I've been watching the the score on Rotten Tomatoes steadily drop all day, and it's at like a 55 percent right now. And Brian, hearing you say that that it's it's feeling very formulaic. Um, Oh man, that it's, they are kind of starting to feel that way a little bit. And, and also hearing the, the biggest swings on this are just setting up the next, the next franchise or not next franchise, but just setting up the next event. I don't know if, does that make sense since it's the beginning of, of phase five, that that would be the direction that they would be going. Um, just from a storytelling standpoint, you'd think that that's what phase four would have been all about. And if anything, phase four should have been ending on something, setting up something big. And this should have been the first step into that bigger world. Yeah. Um, what w- was it pacing issues or, or just purely just writing that just the writing didn't work for you. The, the, there wasn't enough empathy built with these new characters and the jokes weren't quite there enough or, was it more pacing issues? Like it was just kind of boring? There should have been more Jonathan Majors. I think they were just giving us a taste of Kang, which because we're going to, of course, we're going to be getting a lot of Kang when it comes to the Kang dynasty. Um, I, some standouts, I will say that I thought Michael Douglas was fantastic. I thought he was great. He delivered when he was on screen. I really liked Michael Douglas in this one. Um, 
Um, See, I, I thought I really liked Michael Douglas in the film, but I did think that he was not in enough. Yeah, no, no, no. Like when he's in it, like he shines. But yeah, you're right. He wasn't in it enough. I I, I agree. I would say him and Evangeline. I can't say her name. Evangeline, Evangeline Lilly. Lilly. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of them are forced to the background. Yeah. 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 Michelle Pfeiffer gets a little bit of a bigger role in this one. Certain circumstances make her uh, her character important in this one. You know, especially since she'd been in the quantum realm before. Um, what did you guys think of Catherine Newton coming in and playing Cassie Lang? I, she was fine, I guess. I mean, not really a standout to be quite honest with you. Um, just, uh, just, they've got another brilliant young scientist kid in the MCU, which doesn't seem like, okay, how, how interesting is that? Like we've got, we've already got Peter yeah, Parker, they're all brilliant young scientists. We've got Peter Parker, <laughs> Riri Williams. And now we've got, yeah, we've, we, we, we've got Cassie Lang. She's also a brilliant scientist. It's like, and then Shuri, it's like, there's no, okay. Can, can we do something else with these kids? Like, that's why I like uh, Kate Bishop so much. It's not like Kate Bishop is like memorized the elements table or something like that. She's very, she's just a, she's just a, you know, she's just an archer. And I like that about her. So <laughs> there, <laughs> yeah, there was really, believable character. there's really nothing that sets her apart other than there's really nothing. I couldn't tell you, like, you know, the the big standout scene with, with Catherine Newton's character. I'm sorry I'm coming down on this so much. I wish I loved it more. Here's the thing. It's like, try and – if anybody can tell me, like, why – you go back and watch Civil War and watch the end of Civil War and the emotion and everything that we got out of that movie – I mean, yeah, it had, it had silly moments. You had Spider-Man in there. We laughed. Yeah, and there, there's moments in there where we're laughing and having a good time. I'm not laughing as much in this movie as I thought I would be. And then also on the flip side, it just didn't have the emotional impact. It just wasn't as powerful a movie as Civil War. Like, if you watch, trying to compare this to like Civil War or anything else that I'm trying to, I'm trying to find another movie that's kind of like on the same scale. I'm not trying to compare this to Endgame or Infinity War. I'm trying to find another movie that I can kind of compare this to because I, I think Kang's a big kind of, he's a big threat level, right? In, in, in the MCU. And like, this is kind of like a culmination. It's not exactly Civil War, but it's a big Ant-Man movie and it's setting up phase five. And I, if I stack this up against like Civil War and I'm trying to think of an, uh, maybe another movie, um, it, it, it just doesn't – it's not on that same level. And I do think it's the writing, Joe. And I do think it's uh, – yeah, I just I, – I thought the third act was great. That's when I really started to get into it. But it's not enough for me to just, just say, oh, you know what? That third act just totally washes away the – how – how bored I was in the first two. I can't, I just can't. I'm yeah. Not, that, that's fair you, because if, yeah. if you're sitting in a movie and being bored, then it's not achieving its end, especially for an MCU movie. Um, I, I think I stepped on you there, Connor. I was just going to say, have you guys heard uh, comments online? Pre- it's pretty much from last week's press screenings that people were comparing this to kind of like a star Wars film. 
And I don't see that at all. I, I said in my written review that it reminds me more of like the uh, Valerian, uh, the city of a thousand planets with how like it's uh, at times it can be like beautifully broad and it's trying to invent a whole world with its visual effects. But the writing's just not there. Oh, yeah, the Valerian movie did not. I mean, that thing fucking tanked. Um, yeah. It, how does this rank up with the other Ant-Man movies that we've gotten so far to you guys? I think the I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is the best out of it. I think this is my least favorite Ant-Man movie. Yeah, we we have different opinions. I I uh I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is the worst one. Um I I just don't like that film at all. I think the first Ant-Man to me it's just I saw it just at the right time, I think, and I feel like I'm the only one that loves that film with a passion it's just a simple movie uh and then and then i would say very close together is ant-man the wasp and this one uh i, I don't like either yeah, well i mean i think uh, the highest i've ever rated an ant-man movie was the second one which i gave it a high taste it the first one i gave a, a taste it and this one i'm giving a low taste it the reason i'm giving this a low t- it's not like things don't happen in this movie like things happen it's just that the hype behind this movie didn't match what I saw, sadly. And it's I and I just can't I just can't justify saying, oh, Jonathan Majors was so great in his performance that I'm going to bump this one up. I'm not letting it slide anymore. Marvel has I'm not letting them slide on that anymore. I, they just did not deliver in this one. I feel like the I feel like the last couple movies have just been like fast food. Instead of I felt like phase phase one, two, and three were like so like a lot of those were just like really good entrees. Like Gordon Ramsay put like a lot of sweat and tears and hard work into making those meals you know kevin feige the chef excuse me you know (laughs) and i feel like this is just some of it just feels like fast food but i think audiences are still i of course the audience score is going to be much higher it's it's the audience score is going to be much higher than the critic score on this one 100 percent. but i'm seeing a dip i'm seeing a little bit of a dip in the mcu and i haven't I re- like uh, Wakanda Forever. I thought was uh, fantastic, and I thought Shang Chi was fantastic in in Phase Four. But Phase Five, sadly, I'm not going to let Quantum Mania slide on this. I thought this would. I thought this sh- could have been so much better. Oh man! I mean, I I wonder if if now. You know, hearing both of you guys talk about this, seeing the 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 plummeting uh, Rotten Tomatoes score online, if it's going to help that I'm going to be going into this on Thursday without this sense of expectation, because I agree with you, Brian. It feels like this thing has been hyped up a lot. Um, it doesn't match the hype. Like, I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I don't, I'm not saying it's unwatchable. Like I sat there with my arms crossed the whole time and I was like, this is terrible. Not at all. Not at all. I, there are enjoyable moments. There's the, the third act is awesome. It is so fucking cool. I loved the third act, but I can't just wash away the first two acts and the hype behind this that didn't match up to my expectations as an MCU fan. I'm not going to do it. 
But I'm I'm not going to say I'm going to tell you most people are going to go in and be like I, I had fun I liked it. And I I'll be honest with you I there's moments where I had fun there are moments that I liked in this movie but it could have been better. This it, it, am I making any sense here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Would you say that this more falls under the banner of this is just a popcorn movie in that uh, average audiences are going to go in and enjoy this? But if you're really wanting for something more deep and meaningful like Civil War, for example, where it did seem to have everything, including a very heartfelt yeah. gut punch at the end. Yeah. Um, it's just it doesn't reach those heights. It does not. It does not. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't something close. like like Thor: The Dark World or something like that, where even at the end of the third act, you're like, "Oh, come on!" It's better than Thor: The Dark World. I mean, the third act is really good. There's like there's a, there's 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 a moment in the third act I was just like, "Holy shit, this is pretty fucking cool. I'm digging this." And Jonathan Majors was awesome in the third act. I thought Paul Rudd was really good in the third act. Yeah. So, but I'm not gonna let it slide just on that. <laughs> Uh-uh, I'm not doing it. That they, they I mean they have they have made some awesome movies in the MCU. And they really have to I felt like they I think they're kind of like um resting on their laurels with this and I think they're saving a lot for like I'm worried about I'm worried about the King Dynasty and I'm worried about Secret Wars. I, I just don't know how it's going to match up with what we got in Infinity War and Endgame. Man, I think they're resting on their laurels here. Like they've got a formula, they figured it out. They're making money hand over fist. So I don't know, man. I, th- I think it all just depends on who they tap to write it all, because uh, that's that's what matters. Hopefully, they get somebody better. I suppose I, I haven't been as enthralled with these characters as I was uh, with the characters that brought us through the first three phases. I don't think that they have anybody that's going to compare to Chris Evans, Cap, and Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark. There's really nobody that 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 I've been that I've been enthralled with, except for maybe Shang Chi, who I haven't gotten enough of. I mean, you know, so I guess maybe Doctor Strange. Maybe. Uh, I would agree with Doctor Strange because uh, Doctor Strange to me is the standout uh, along with Shang-Chi right now. You know, Doctor Strange dies or something like that by the end of this, uh, by the end of, you know, the next three phases or something like that. That would affect me. But, I, you know, if Thor dies, that would affect me. But I don't think that we have a tandem, a, a duo like we have with like Cap and Iron Man. We're just... We just don't. I think the MCU feels a little lost without them. Yeah. We'll just see how uh, how it all pans out. But with that has the nothing. Films that has everything to do with the future phases. That has nothing to do with this movie. Standalone movies without those two have been. They've made some great ones. So that has nothing to do with what's going on in Quantum Mania. Um, Joe, did you have any more questions? I know. I'm sure you have to. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> we we kind of covered a lot of the stuff just with what you guys were saying. Um, I I was mostly interested in in the quality of the writing in this, the quality of the pacing, the quality of the special effects. I guess we haven't really touched on the special effects yet. Um, oh, what did you guys think of the effects in this? What what sort of screen did you see it on? Also, IMAX. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I, I just, just standard, I, not 3D though. Not 3D. I, I, my next ticket for Thursday is IMAX 3D. So, um, I, I thought the special effects were good. I thought the what did you think? I Connor, I thought the quantum realm looked pretty cool. There's, I don't think it's just. I thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought like about ninety nine percent of the time it looked awesome. Uh, there were some moments w- uh, in the middle of like action. Uh, especially when they first land in the quantum realm that the CGI, when it's clearly like a CGI backdrop, that that's a few moments of that. But for the most part, it's, it's an awesome looking uh, world that they've created. And Mm -hmm. I actually, I, I got to applaud them on the character design. I'm sure it's it's all from the comics. Most likely I'm sure there might be some original characters thrown in, but uh, I, I really loved all the character designs of the new characters. I didn't love the characterization of the characters, but the designs, I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, speaking of the characters, mm-hmm. um, one character that we haven't heard anything about yet. What did you guys think of Modoc? Uh, thank God you asked. Cause if you didn't, I was going to, <laughs> I was going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up. If you didn't ask Joe Connor, what did you think of Modoc? Well, I don't know a lot about Modoc. So I'm probably the bad person to ask, but just from knowing nothing about Modoc, uh, he's a, a goofy looking guy. The CGI uh, at first is, looks terrible, but you get really into it, and I think it's a lot of fun and cheesy after a while. Uh, I think as far as his character arc and why he's in the film, I just I don't think he's entirely necessary. Yeah, Modoc didn't work for me. So okay, the way Man, he, that, the, that's something that I've really been looking forward to seeing in live action too um, yeah. was. I was excited to see him in the trailer, but it also looked kind of whack in the trailer too. So <laughs> it looks it looks just as whack in the film. <laughs> it's bizarre looking. It looks I mean it looks it's bizarre looking. It's kinda at first I was kinda I was kinda taken aback by by Modoc without the mask on. I was just like, oh my god. I don't know. Um like the suit looks pretty comic accurate, but like without that mask, it was just, it was bizarre looking. Oh my God. It's bizarre looking. <laughs> I, I, I'll get more into Modoc when we do our spoiler episode, but I wasn't a huge fan, to be quite honest with you, um, of how he was used and in the movie. I, I, I think there could have been a better way to introduce the character. So. Yeah, that's always been one of those Marvel characters that I've kind of scratched my head at, wondering how it could even pan out in live action. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just such a weird, such a weird design. Um, uh, so uh, it sounds like you guys really, really love Jonathan Majors in this. Did they do a good job of flushing out Kang's character and making you understand the, what his real motivations are here? What do you think, Connor? Did we get enough backstory to really understand? Like, uh, you got some flashbacks. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but, but even we, with I those, don't think we really got. Even yeah, with, I, I don't think there was enough. Even with those Sorry. flashbacks, did we get enough to really understand, like, why he is the way he is? Why is he hell bent on being Kang the Conqueror? Because I don't think so. 
No, we, we didn't get, no, I, I think I just kind of took it as, this is the launching point for this new phase. They're going to get to that, but it, they should probably have gotten to it in this film. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because. Well, compared to the backstory just, of, of a Thanos, like, I, you know, I know why Thanos was doing the, what, what, why he was doing. Like, Thanos gave us that monologue about his world and basically running out of resources and all that stuff. By the end of Quantum Mania, I still don't know why he's King the Conqueror. And maybe, I, maybe I need to see it again. Maybe I just missed something. Maybe there's a line of dialogue that I missed here. But I don't. I don't think you did. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to like rack my brain about it. I, I really don't think so. I'm pretty sure that they made it so you would kind of be like, "This is all you know." Is he's he even says to himself that the only person that uh, he needs to get out so he can stop himself. And so, you know, there's other versions of him within the multiverse, but you don't know beyond that, like, because in that aspect, you think from that statement alone, it's like, okay, he's a bad guy, but is he actually a good bad guy or, or what? They don't really expand upon it. I think it's, it's really the character itself is not, fleshed out enough but Mm -hmm. i think the performance elevates it yeah yeah the performance is great he's menacing i mean there's there's scenes of him fighting with powers and then also just physically that are just incredible Uh, there's a lot of emotion in the performance i love it you know this suit is fucking awesome it looks incredible it's very it's 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 as comic accurate and lifelike as you're gonna get um and I and I I appreciated the performance, but it's I just can't just say, well, you know what? The performance of Jonathan Majors was great. The third act was great. I'm this movie is just I'm elevating it to it, you know, high tasted or whatever. I just can't yeah. do it because the the hype doesn't match the, the the movie doesn't match the hype that going into it. And when I saw the hype behind Civil War, the fact that we're getting T'Challa, the fact that we're getting Spider-Man, the fact that we're getting, you know, Iron Man versus uh, Captain America, like yeah. watching that movie, it lived up to it, man. It's one of those movies, as soon as it's over with, you want to see it again and you want to see it on the biggest screen possible. This is not that movie for me. After it was over, it was like, like I said, I'm just being honest. It's like fast food. It, it's it's just it's just there it's just you eat it and then you forget about it it's not that meal that you're going to go brag to about your friends like oh i went to this five star restaurant my god you got to try this it's not that movie i i can already tell that uh, close to the end of the phase if someone's like uh is like hey can you name all of the films from this phase i bet someone uh, most people will probably take them a second to be like oh yeah ant-man and uh, the wasp quantum mania that was part of this phase it's just it's going to be forgettable i keep jumping around but after our little chat i'm going to actually deduct mine down to a low taste and i'm going to stay there i think <laughs> yeah i don't i i'm, I'm going to watch it again hopefully i'll be able to get i don't know hopefully it'll go up i doubt it and I know a lot of people are going to watch this and 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 enjoy it. I think it's going to, you know, but I, I mean, just this is, I don't know. It's an odd start to this phase, sadly. Um, 
Do you know. feel like that season finale of Loki with He Who Remains is somewhat required viewing to get a better understanding of Kang's motivations in this? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt. It, it honestly doesn't hurt. And then understanding kind of like the the multiverse of it all and, you know, timelines. And I think incursions is mentioned in the movie. Um, so that's like, you know, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was our first introduction to incursions. So I think, yeah, I think you do have to be I think you do have to be a little bit Loki savvy. To get maybe the to to get the most out of it, Joe. But is it enough to like raise the rating? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I know there's some people out there that that haven't watched the Disney Plus shows, mm-hmm. and you know they're they're certainly not all hits. Um, Loki is one of the ones, in my opinion, that it's a solid Tupperware through and through. Oh, I loved it. Loved it as well. Yeah, yeah. so good. And the the last episode in that they they broke the Marvel formula in that they didn't give us some big crazy. CGI showdown. It was literally the villain behind a desk explaining it all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the the novel lover in my heart loves it when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and uh, the the biggest thing I've been excited about with this is is seeing Jonathan Majors play another version of this character. And so I'm really excited to hear that that's a strong part for this. Um, I'm excited that the third act is going to be something to look forward to. is you know the for me that's what i walk out of the theater really thinking about but i i do have a sense of cautiousness going in on how these first two acts are going to hit uh but then again i'm also seeing the i'm seeing this in 3d on a um uh marcus theater like super dlx or a dlx super screen so it's it's similar quality to an imax just a different ratio and i'm going with my 15 year old son also so that might affected a little bit just because you know going with somebody who's he's still very much stoked to be seeing an mcu movie on opening night <laughs> but we'll see how it goes but man I, I i do gotta say i'm i'm not that surprised hearing that that you guys had a, a lukewarm reception to it just because that does seem to be the the overall take on on a lot of other reviewers that have gotten this early access to it yeah i mean the i just say I'd just say like the rewatchability on this one is just it's just not as high as like a Shang-Chi or a Civil War or something else. It's just it's very I I keep saying fast food, but I just think that's the best comparison to it. It's just not a memorable thing. Like I I can't tell you, but like going to McDonald's, I can't tell you, but like about like the one time I went to McDonald's that was just so fucking awesome like wow <laughs> the big mac was so different at this one mcdonald's that i went to in texas it was just yeah oh my god joe you went, no it's just <laughs> it's just very it's just it's mcdonald's right and i just felt like this was the mcdonald's of the mcu movies so yeah dude i'll tell you one time years ago i went through a mcdonald's drive-thru i ordered two double cheeseburgers off the dollar menu there was a third one in the bottom of the bag. It felt like I won the fat guy lottery. <laughs> oh, <day>. Jesus, Joe. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I remember going to Taco Bell one time and they gave us the wrong order and uh, and our order. So it's like, yeah, we got a taco salad and everything else that we. Yeah, it was amazing, Joe. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> this there. one didn't give you a bunch of extra stuff. It, it also even kind of sounds like one of the the credit scenes is 
I don't like it when a credit scene's just a trailer. Every time I've seen that happen in one of these Marvel movies, I've been a little bit it's disappointed. Not a tra- by it's, that. it's not a trailer. It's not a trailer. Oh, okay. It's not a trailer. Yeah. I was, uh, I was looking at the Rotten Tomatoes because I was curious. Yeah, was it uh, at? So it's currently sitting at 54% with 120 reviews. Okay. Oops, still dropping. Uh, so it is currently the second worst rated MCU film uh, behind Eternals or ahead of Eternals, I guess. Wow. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. But I, I, I honestly like for as much as I didn't, for as much as I didn't love Thor: Love and Thunder, I still think Thor: Love and Thunder is better than this. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I'll give it up it, to like maybe. I'll give it up to the Mighty Thor and like that that story in that movie. That's powerful. There is yeah. nothing as powerful as there was nothing. Nothing in this movie is going to bring out the emotion in me. And I'm sorry, but the fact that Jane Foster has cancer and dies in that movie, like, yeah, that's powerful shit. Like, that that made me feel something. The, 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 nothing in this movie made me feel anything at the end of the day. At the at, Watching Civil War at, at the end of that movie, man, that's powerful between Tony and, and Cap. It made yeah. me feel something. There, there's something to be said about a movie that actually kind of like – you know, I didn't love everything that Taika did in Thor Love and Thunder with gore and stuff like that. But he still made me feel things in certain moments when I felt like it was important. And this movie, it's just – it's very forgettable as far as like that kind of stuff. It didn't leave me with like any like impact like, oh my god, like wow, that was powerful. I never felt like that in, in this movie ever, sadly. So – yeah, yeah, I agree. And just uh, definitely all the Natalie Portman uh, Mighty Four scenes definitely. Yeah, that's um, that's what elevates it for me, Connor. Yeah. And yeah, I, this one definitely didn't have any moments like that. So I, I would I would agree now that you said that for some reason that did not come to head. It's it's fine. I understand. It's but it's one of those things like it's it's not like you can't do that in this movie though. This whole movie revolves around like the two families here you know like the pym family and and the lang family there's like family members involved in this you can't tell me that you can't find some sort of like a a, like a a story there where we're worried about our heroes and you know what i mean like you can't tell me that they couldn't have done something different i don't man it's a miss man i'm sorry god damn it i i'm but the good thing is we still have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming out. So, you know, James Gunn hasn't let us down yet. <laughs> and speaking of the James Gunn of it all, if if it feels like Marvel's on cruise control right now and just resting on their laurels, I wonder if, if James Gunn and what him and Peter Saffron are going to get cooking up over at uh, DC. Yeah. If, if that's going to jumpstart a little bit of competition and make Marvel start trying a little bit harder. Yes. Yeah, su- um, success breeds competition. And I'm hoping that DC has a taste of that success and Marvel really has to, has to rethink things and, and get off the, cause I feel like they are on cruise control. They're resting on their laurels. They're, it's a machine. They've got a Marvel method. And, um, I mean, yeah, we'll see Joe. I mean, cause there've been people, saying that for quite some time now that Marvel's formulaic and, and all their movies are the same. And to actually hear 
like legit Marvel and MCU fans start saying that as well, that that means that Marvel really needs to take note of that and and start because it, it really sounds like this movie suffers from just from the beginning. It was maybe a bad idea and the writing didn't do enough to elevate that bad idea into something except for what the third act was. Yeah, you see, the, that's the, the thing. I'm a Marvel fan and I'm not a Marvel hater, you know? Like Exactly. I, so to hear you saying it, it's like, wow, that's that's a real thing. I just want better movies, man, because <laughs> they've done it. They've done it, yeah. man. You know? And that is the thing right now is yeah. that we've seen them do this before. And so now we're we're watching with bated breath, seeing if they can pull off the trick twice. And this time so far, they're they're making it bigger. Mm. There was a lot more story in phase four. They've expanded the IP so that now it's also in television media and we're getting animated stuff that ties in, too. Yeah. But is is it enough to match what they did? Because what they did before, it was it was all driven by heart. And and if they're not going to have standout characters in this that you can really tie your heart to, that then they can do something that pulls on that empathy, then the next big, you know, the, the culmination of six isn't going to be as good as the culmination of three. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's that's huge concern. Because I'm worried about the culmination of six just being let's throw everything we possibly can into this movie without the heart, you know, like just cameo after cameo after cameo, like, you know, the oohs and ahs of like, who can, who can they pull from the multiverse? Oh, okay. There's, oh my God, Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider. Oh my God. There's Toby, Toby Spider-Man again. Like, oh my gosh. The, you know, and it's like, are we going to get those cap, you know, lifting me on our moments? Are we going to get that? moment where you know robert downey jr you know snaps the fingers you know and i mean are we gonna are we gonna get that you know tony sacrificing like the, i i don't know if they can ever match those moments again i'm and nothing in this phase has me confident here's the thing though phase one through three had its misses it's not like they didn't recognize their misses and then come back stronger so i'm hoping that they can do that here um because, you know, like we did have, you know, Iron Man 2. We did have Thor the Dark World. You know, we had, they had their misses. Um, and they came back. They bounced back. So can Marvel bounce, bounce back from this? Yes. So, you know, some people might not think they need to bounce back from this. People, some, some people might watch this and just be like, oh my God, I love Quantum Mania. It was great. And you know what? I'm jealous. I'm jealous of that person that goes in. <laughs> I'm jealous of that person that goes into Quantum Mania and just says, "Oh my god, I love that movie. That was so much fun." I'm jealous of your experience because that's not the experience that I had. I but I did love the third act. So I'm, nothing will take that away. I thought I thought that that was well done. So which is really rare anymore with Marvel, <laughs> right? <films that. laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually the third act where it's all just like they. You know, they, it, it's it, that's where it's typically formulaic, right? And I'm not saying like it doesn't do some of those things. I'm just saying it's it's what what they do, they do it well in the third act, in my opinion. So anyway, Joe, any 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 final questions? Because that's, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't want to damper anybody's. I think I am. Yeah, fuck it. I, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm throwing a wet blanket on your fucking before you're going in. Maybe I'm maybe I'm tempering your expectations and you'll go in and love it then. Who knows? I don't I don't know. 
Who knows? Yeah, that's that's what I'm going for. I'm still very excited to see it. Um, always excited to see a new MCU movie on opening night. Yeah, and and seeing this one in 3D, the just the trailer itself looked amazing in 3D, and. Yeah, I'm still excited to see it, but I'm definitely going in with tempered expectations. And you know, when we do our uh, breakdown episode, I'm I'm going to break down the movie. I'm not going to like I'm not, I don't I don't see myself just destroying the movie the entire time. We're going to break this movie down. I don't hate this movie on a level to where I hated like Avengers: Age of Ultron or Iron Man three. Like I don't I'm not there with this. That I'm not there with this movie. Um. So I have no problem you know, diving in, breaking this movie down, speculating on the future of the MCU, where we're going to go from here. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. I still think there's a lot of be a fun to be had talking about this movie when we do the spoiler review. So, but um, awesome, looking yeah. forward to it. Yes, we will do that. Connor, thank you so much for joining us on this one. Did you have any final thoughts? Uh, let me think real. I think that uh, really what I came out with was I still love Paul Rudd and uh, I wish him the best uh, his next entry because this was not it. So uh, hopefully he comes back stronger as the Ant-Man in the future. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I, I just I hope I, I, I hate to see him have his best entries be the big ensemble pieces. I, right. I wanted him to have a good solo outing. Yeah, which which I guess anymore they're not solo anymore because they're now called Ant Man and the Wasp, so they have to have the Wasp. But uh, I just I really overall super disappointed with the film. I just wanted a fun film, and I felt like I had a great fun last part of the movie, and the rest I I, I just kind of made me sad and uh, made me not really want to rewatch it super soon. Just, right. Uh, because it didn't meet any expectations I had going in. Yeah, oh, I agree. Um, uh, Connor, where can people find you, man? Uh, Cinefied.com. I got uh, tons of reviews coming up from my team of writers. I got 15 writers coming with one review a week right now. I have a lot of content coming up. Uh, my Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania full written review is posted right now. So if you want to head over to Cinefied.com, it is on there. I will post that in the show notes for this episode if you want easy access to it. And uh, we'll be back. Uh, you'll get a new episode on Monday. It'll be our Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania uh, full breakdown with ratings from Joe and the other guests on that one. You do know. You know what? I'm going to watch this movie again at least at least once more. And so who knows? My, maybe my rating will change upon second viewing. But uh, we will see. Joe, thank you again. Connor, thank you so much. We will see you next week. See ya. Later.